Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. For the very last time, the parking trams at Epcot and Hollywood Studios are back. Well, let's you know, probably not for the very last time. Hope, hope well, let the, me let me rephrase that. Hopefully, for the very last time, <laughs> yes, they're back yeah. and never to go away again. Yeah, I mean. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little bit more hedgy and say, for the last time for a while, we should be you know we should be able to finally rid ourselves of parking tram talk and and <laughs> congratulations to Disney because I was especially um, what doubtful that this would get done, but they yeah, did September actually kept- get it done. In September, along, and, huh? <laughs> and it's not even on September 31st, which yeah. quite honestly was, you know, kind of where I had it pegged. I'm like, last day of September, they're going to be like, oh, crap, we well, got to because here's the one thing that I know about Disney and, and you can take this to the bank. When Disney says we're going to have something done, they get it done. Yeah, they definitely don't get it done nine months later. <laughs> I know what you meant when you said September 31st, but that date doesn't exist. And I think it would have been very funny for them to say, we are going to have this done by September 31st. I realized as I said it, I was like, wait, <laughs> September is that month without a 31st? 30 days. I'm a half dumb. What? I'm a dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's the half first one. one of, half one of those months. But, I don't uh, remember. No, I think it would have been very funny for them to name September 31st as a, as a goal. Yeah, we're going to get it by that date that doesn't exist. You just watch. And by the way, for anyone wondering, the other the other part of that that was a legitimate joke, not just Brad being a dumb dumb uh, <laughs> and realizing it far too late, was Disney originally told us that they would definitely have trams back by the end of 2022, <laughs> which was nine months ago. Well, so hang on, let me check a calendar. No, you're right. It is past 2022. Yep, still still past 2022. But okay. regardless, the the trams are back now. So if you're you know like me and a cheapskate, and so though it it always feels weird to say a cheapskate and go to Disney or pay for parking yeah, at Disney right. because <laughs> what Disney parking costs doesn't feel like something a cheapskate would do. But if you're a cheapskate and you pay for parking at Disney you now don't have to walk nearly as far, which is a definite win in my book. Yeah. So I'm happy. You know, it's good that they're back. The, the, you opened my eyes a couple of weeks ago to the poor people who were walking back to their cars at the end of the day. Um, this is definitely a blessing more so for them, but, um, yeah, it's a good thing. Remember Jeremy, as you, as you fly over them in your, Skyliner, they're called suckers. Peasants. Okay, that's not not poor people. Suckers. As I fly over them and enter Epcot through the what I call I, dumb I, bad I, entrance, right? Yeah. No, I did. I did clearly mean uh, Hollywood Studios yeah. there because I yeah not not so much Epcot. I I truly truly hate going to Epcot through the World Showcase entrance. It just. Why? 
just because it doesn't feel like the entrance to you? Or? It's just it's boring. You, there's no pomp and circumstance. There's no fanfare. You just are like walking through the turnstiles and you're just in the world showcase. Like at the front of the park, you see Spaceship Earth looming in front of you and the monorails are whizzing by. And like, I don't know, the the world showcase entrance is just boring. It's convenient. The, the world showcase entrance feels like it was tacked on, not yeah. planned to be an entrance, right? Right. right. There's no, there's nothing that, it, it, yeah, it just doesn't mean anything. You know, at least at Hollywood Studios, you get to walk in the front. You get off the Skyliner and, and walk in the front. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's just some, it's disappointing to me. And I really would hate for someone's first time going to Epcot to be through that entrance. Like if, if somebody's staying at pop for their first visit and they go to Epcot on the Skyliner while the Skyliner absolutely rules, uh, and you get to see spaceship earth from the Skyliner when you get to the park and you have to enter Epcot that way, you, your view of spaceship earth, your first view of spaceship earth is when you walk around the corner in uh canada you know like it's just like oh yeah there it is and it's far away and yeah i don't know i i cannot endorse that entrance even though it is really the only choice if you're on the skyliner and uh yeah hate it that's a but i live with it that's an inter yeah i i guess i've never thought about a first time visit to Epcot being through that entrance because yeah, that you do lose quite a bit mm-hmm. when you, when you enter that way, it just, and that's a, a, what that's for all of the parks, right? Where essentially it's designed a, as, as we've been told like that it's purposely designed to be kind of like a movie yeah. and to, to tell a story and that entrance is the what is the opening credits to the film yeah and yeah you jump into you jump into epcot about halfway through the movie yeah <laughs> yeah and and the movies and the movie's just going they At don't the end they're of not the gonna second introduce act. you to the yeah well not even not even the end of the second act right about two-thirds of the way through the second actor like there's not even it's not even a clean act break yeah. where you're entering. You just have, you're just, you just entering just... like right in the middle yeah yeah, yeah, I'd never, I'd never thought about that. How do they? Like, I'm sitting here thinking, is that? I don't think that's fixable. Short of bringing people all the way to the front, which I, I get why they don't do that as well, right? It's just, it's not feasible. And no, and the only, the only to take them all the way over there. The way to do it is to. God, I don't even know because. Is there a bus from the boardwalk to Epcot? I would assume they want you to just walk or take the boat. No, they. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just the boat. Now I've never so, stayed there, so I can't. I can't guarantee it, but I would imagine that, except for when there is inclement weather and the boats aren't running, they're probably going to tell you just go take the boat. Yeah. So I don't. I don't even know how. You could tell someone, okay, if you want the really good entrance, take the Skyliner to Epcot and then go through 
a what is it go to disney springs take go to yep go that's, to that. that's exactly what i was thinking is you gotta go to disney springs <laughs> or or walk or over go the to boardwalk. any of the take, right or go to any of the res, or go to any of the other three parks and then go from yeah them. right make it, it's gonna take an hour and a half but you're gonna have a better experience when you walk in yeah it's it's gonna be worth it for that <laughs> for that walk-in experience which i mean I could make that argument in my brain, but I, could, I, I would at the same time definitely couldn't convince somebody of it. For I don't a think. first visit, I would push for it. Um, I would push for a take the bus from your resort to Disney Springs and then take a bus from Springs to Epcot or something like that. Find a way to get from Pop to Epcot that's not the I'm, Skyliner. I'm pretty sure that if you go just a you know one of those random things. I'm pretty sure there is not unless it's unless it's changed at one point there were not buses directly from Disney Springs to the parks which kind of made sense because they don't want you parking at Disney Springs and trying to get yeah. around paying for parking that Wouldn't, way. Yep. So you would actually have to go like from your resort to Disney Springs to another resort then to the parks versus I, I again been a while since I've I've done a lot of you know park park hopping and stuff like that but I'm pretty sure that if you go to a park you can then get on a bus directly to another park yeah you can so that that may be uh, a better option except Hollywood Studios what you try to convince somebody to do there's no bus from Hollywood Studios to Epcot right because you have the but but if you okay wait Jeremy I think I think we just sorted this out Man, this is going to be so much fun for anybody who's listening to this. But honestly, <laughs> I'm I'm extremely intrigued by this right now. If you took the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios, then you would be able to take the boat. Wait, but then you end up at the back of the boat. The boat's, at, yeah. the boat's yeah, at the Because I was just thinking. the But the, yeah, the boat goes to the front of Hollywood Studios, not to the front of... Dang it. Yep. Okay. You got to go to Animal Kingdom or Magic Kingdom. And you're right about Springs uh, because when Claire and I were trying to get to uh, Hoop-de-Doo in Pioneer Hall, we wanted to go from Springs to Magic Kingdom so that we could take the boat to Pioneer Hall. But we couldn't get from Springs to Magic Kingdom. The only thing that we could do was take the bus from Springs to the contemporary and then walk to the magic kingdom that was the the quote best way to get there so what we ended up doing was just taking a bus to uh, fort wilderness and then taking the in the you know loop the interior loop bus um but yeah you're right you cannot get straight to the parks from springs yeah this is a it's it's really convoluted to try to get to the front of epcot if you're on if you're at a a, a skyliner resort and I guess, I guess, if you're at a boat resort as well, yeah, it seems like boardwalk would they wouldn't want you to take the boats. Though I will say, if I was if I was at Springs, I would probably uh, use the boats because I'm I'm pretty sure that there's actually a boat from Springs to Saratoga, which is basically just like right across the way. Mm. And then once you're at Saratoga, then you would have a bus that would get you to uh, a park. So hmm. if you're looking for a quicker way to do that stuff, I'm pretty sure in my experience that's been the quickest way. So also also an option for you. Speaking of boats, 
a guy I work with, his daughter was out last week driving boats when she heard a very strange message come over the radio that there was a bear in the Magic Kingdom and that Adventureland... Wait, she... Wait, like... So so this was being covered on just like the random... Ninety-eight point three. No, the the she was Jim driving. FM. She was driving the friendship boats, and they said it over the oh. like cast member radio. Oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize you had a friend who who has somebody who who has family that's working at Disney yeah. right now. Yeah, she was driving a friendship boat, and over the over the little cast member you know radio thing, they said, yeah, there's a bear in in Adventureland and Frontierland are shut down. And she said, of course there are bears in Adventureland and right. Frontierland. There's the country bears. And yeah. they've always been there, and we've never had to shut down before. <laughs> what did some? What, what did one of them do? What did Big Al finally do? Did they finally find that blood on the saddle and the blood on the ground? Finally went nuts. Oh, but my no, gosh, there was a man. bear, man. They, there was a bear in a tree. Somebody, yeah, somebody which, spied a bear in a tree. It it took so long to find out where that bear was, what kind of bear it was. All I, I feel like for the longest time, all we heard was a rumored bear. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, we were seeing photos and stuff of cast members like with roped off areas, essentially that entire side of the park. I'm like, it feels pretty likely that there's something. Because Disney doesn't like closing off any more than they have to. And to close right. off that much of the park, Bear seems very likely to me. It was something for sure. But, yeah, it, it turned out to be like a small-ish female black bear. But, um, yeah, they I they had to call in the Florida Parks and Wildlife to come in and, and capture it. I From what I read... Um, you know, from all the armchair spectators, normally what happens in a situation like that is you would just kind of wait and let the bear be on their way. But because it's Walt Disney World and there's so many people there, they, you know, had to call some authorities to come and get it. But I have also read and seen a lot about how this has a, this has kind of been a long time coming. Over the last five years, Disney is really like, developed all of the wetland and stuff around magic kingdom and people have been saying for a long time florida wildlife is going to start showing up in magic kingdom honestly i get that a lot of times you just let the bear move on but this was not a safe place for this bear no like i'm not even saying not safe for human i'm saying not safe for the bear this was not a good place for it to be so i think that relocating the bear was the best thing they could do in this situation. Well, I do think wanna... about all the cool stuff. Like if the bear is a curious bear, you've got big thunder mountain over there, <laughs> splash mountain, you know, refurbishment going on. Like this bear had a lot of little nooks and crannies. It could have gotten into um, exploring. I mean, that bear could have spent, I know from experience seven to 10 days and still not see it all. So, I think, I mean, especially, man, if that bear... Can you imagine if it got on the monorail? It would have been exploring <laughs> everything. Right? Then it would have had access to the entire... <laughs> the entire. It, wouldn't have, it would have no longer been limited to just Magic Kingdom. Going over to Epcot. Could have taken right? the ferry over to Fort Wilderness. Oh, my gosh, Brad. It would have been right at home. 
terrorizing people over in Fort Wilderness. I mean, or it could have just like snuck into Country Bear Jamboree and people would have been like, oh my goodness. I heard that they were wow. going to update this attraction. It looks so good. But I never expected animatronic audio animatronics that look like this. Wow. Right? It's it sounds so every, real. Every time they get they get it a little bit closer to reality. <laughs> and this this is that uncanny valley, guys, because I would swear this was a real bear. It really looks like it's eating the guitar. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, look, <laughs> they they added interactivity. Now it wants to play with grandma. <laughs> Whoa, it looks like it legitimately took off grandma's arm there. That's so real. Man, this, this VR stuff, <laughs> AR stuff, they do all the cool stuff here. Grandma, stop screaming. It's all just a game. No, I, yeah, I just want to I want to know who saw it. Did a guest see it first? So didn't they? Wasn't it like over like Rivers of America mm-hmm. area or something? Yeah, I. I don't know. I hope that it was a cast member just because I would hate for a guest to like not not great that a cast member would have to go through it either. But yeah, especially not a guest to be like, um, well, but if a guest saw it, would they even say anything? I, I honestly, don't know. I feel like if, if you, I saw a bear over there, I'd be like, oh, excuse me, popcorn man. I think. But, but I think would a, you? That's a bear. But would if you were in Frontierland and you're you're, you know, checking out the rivers of america or whatever which is kind of the wildernessy area anyway well okay so would i would you would you even but i'm i'm asking like would you even bring up that you saw a bear or would i'm kind of thinking i might if 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 i couldn't get right up on it or anything right if it, if i just saw it off in the distance would i maybe just think that that was part of the show so i if if you're asking if I, Jeremy, would, I think I would because I know that that's backstage and that's not where animals go. If you're yeah, but asking, you can see it, but you can see it from on stage. If you're asking if the royal we, you know, like just park goers, I don't know. You know? It might be something that you would go to someone else in your party and say, I saw, did you guys see that bear? Did you guys see that really cool looking that bear was cool. over there? But like, I feel like you or I would probably have the the peace of mind or whatever to go like, that bear should not be there. There, there should not be a spot here where I I am within like attacking distance of that bear that bear could very easily climb down that tree swim over here and eat me but but why how would you know that was a real bear that's what that's what i'm saying okay like from a distance would you not just think that was part of the show yeah i don't know i guess i would i i would need it would involve me seeing it move right you know like move in a way that was not animatronic like was not a a jungle cruise style <laughs> alligator chomping at some guy's butt up a tree yeah it man would, are you gonna are, we're gonna have to like second guess every <laughs> jungle cruise all of Frontierland. anytime you see an audio animatronic animal you really got to start questioning it from now on because it might be real is kind of is kind of the moral of the story disney's gonna have one to that put I'm getting. orange like the way they have to with guns now, you have to <laughs> right, put an orange thing orange on the barrel. Nose on, yeah. on every all the gators are gonna have orange an tips on their noses and stuff. This is not real. 
this is a fake one. Right. So if you see one without it, please just go ahead and, uh, you know, maybe maybe let us know. But the memes, Brad, the memes were so good. I mean, and that's the part that makes me wonder if this was all just like a is this like a false flag operation (laughs) or something by Disney where they just like, man, let's give let's give the people some real something real juicy to work with and a bear in the magic in frontier land of the magic right almost feels yeah because the the bear was not hanging out in stitch's great escape i mean to be fair you can't definitively say that there's not a bear in stitch's great escape because that is probably one of the few places in that park where a bear could have you know there could be a bear that's been there for like six months at this point and likely no one would know so maybe there's a bear there but yeah this bear wasn't there but yeah so many memes dude and so fat like people are quick on that stuff yeah all the here's what the bear did in the magic kingdom just posts on tiktok and stuff that were i, I was rolling and then so that, that, that winnie the, the pooh that winnie the pooh one man that yeah. one got me pooh working out doing some shadow boxing yeah which was that? That was. So I had seen I guess, that. Did they I had continue? Seen that a, Go ahead. I had seen that one, the shadow boxing Pooh Bear, a day or two before, in the context of uh, Figment was getting so much attention over in Epcot that Pooh was mm-hmm. like shadow boxing and working out and getting ready to go fight Figment. Now, to be fair, that video of Pooh shadow boxing and all that could be years old that somebody a couple days before the real bear showed up. Uh, posted, you know, showing Pooh Bear being jealous about Figment. But anyway, I had seen that video, and then someone reposted it as, you know, Pooh Bear preparing to take this bear in the Magic Kingdom down, and that was that was a great one. Well, because it reminded me of, remember during COVID when they had character you know, characters just like out and about, but they were always like in the green areas. From afar, so yeah. That yeah, so the guests couldn't get close to them. That's what it kind of looked like to me. And so, so I was wondering, I was like, is this a recent? Is, are they still doing that right now? When I was there in 2022, at the end of 2022, Pooh Bear was chasing butterflies in that exact spot in Epcot. Okay. So, I sat yeah, there and watched I... him. So he there was ambient character performances happening in that spot so maybe that's an old video maybe it's a recent one either way it was a it was a it was a very good meme and yeah that's you know that would have been a really good ufc ppv i would have paid i you i would have you would have dropped money on party and yeah i bought the pay-per-view pooh bear versus magic kingdom bear well i'm i'm sure that at some point that will be available (laughs) but uh probably not on the reputable side of the internet October 1st. I can't believe we didn't talk about that back when they announced it. October 1st, that football game. Oh, yeah. That Disney's going to simulcast. <laughs> that's not even... Yeah, that's not even in our... No- How did we not put that in our notes, yeah. man? I just... When you said, I'm sure that'll be available, I just flashed to it. October 1st, it, there's a... One of the London football games. I don't... Hey, let me... I'm going to look up who that is. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Uh, okay. It is going to be the Falcons and honestly, I cannot see the other uh, the Jaguars. 
So yeah, Disney, the, the Jaguars and the Falcons. It is like at eight thirty a.m. Central or something on a Sunday, yep. October first. Mm-hmm. Disney is going to simulcast the game, but animated in Toy Story, like in Andy's room, and I can't like wrap my head around how they're going to do it. But they have said you will see the exact same action in that simulcast that you will if you watch the game but it's all animated it's all in the style of toy story and it, <laughs> I, it's going to be it's going to happen in real time which yeah now it if you don't watch a lot of nfl the number or the number the amount of information i was going to say the number right. of stats but the amount of information that they have about each and every play, like how fast somebody was going, how quickly they turned. There's there's so much tracking that goes on. It's that I can I can believe they have the data, but to be able to crunch the numbers and turn that into yeah. a an animated thing in real time. I would say if it's more than a ten to fifteen second delay, it's they wouldn't even be trying. So I think that they think they can do it with a less than 15 second delay. So I found the I found the the Disney Plus uh what press announcement about it. And the announcers are going to be Drew Carter, Booger McFarland, and 12-year-old Pepper Pursley uh with all three fully animated and their body movements viewed through motion capture. Can you imagine getting ready to call a football game? And they're like, hold on, let's put all With these the ping pong balls on you first. <laughs> and oh, man. they're going to do a special halftime show that's Duke Kaboom. <laughs> yes. Duke Kaboom's going to jump his motorcycle for the halftime show. And I even, love this. I, I So I kind of like that they're going to be doing learn the game demonstrations including how-to videos trivia and more will be used through the telecast to teach the game of football to the audience like that's a that's a pretty fun little you know and is brilliant yeah oh dude is brilliant for the nfl to you know to go ahead and let's get some let's get some new eyeballs on Mm -hmm. the on the game here and everything but yeah this is uh, this is bonkers this is this is this is late stage capitalism, <laughs> but I freaking love it. I yeah. just, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun. I, yeah. And but especially once they, since but once they do it one time, they kind of, they're going to have to do it again. I don't think they're ever going to do it again, but I want them to do it. I, know. I want them to do it all the time. They should man. do it once a month, right? It's going to be. So I think the reason that they're doing it is or the reason that they picked this game is it's going to be a low viewership game because it's at 8.30 a.m. on a Sunday. And so they're the trying way, it's, to... It's at 8.30 because it's being played at Wembley in, like right. Jeremy said, in London. So, But, yeah, so they picked this game to try to get more people to, you know, get up early, skip church, whatever, to watch it. Um, but, yeah, I... The technology, like you said, I mean, they have baseball-level stats for football. Like, baseball has long been the most stat-heavy sport. And soccer was is getting there because, like, this last World Cup, they had sensors in the ball. 
and they had a bunch yeah. of sideline sensors that were, you know, tracking the ball within like three millimeters on the field. And I would not be surprised if next season or two seasons from now we start to get a football with sensors in it. Um, I, you know, they did what, what's the soccer organization? Uh, FIFA did a bunch of videos and, and articles about how they got three balls with no sensors and three balls with sensors and just told the players to try to figure out which balls had the sensors in them and no one could figure it out. Every, you know, everybody was unsure of which balls had the sensors in them. And they did that for like years and they kept giving it to different people and no one could tell better than 50, 50, which one had the sensors in it. And I think that as soon as, and it would be harder for football because there's so much more feel in it a quarterback and a receiver have a lot more contact with the ball with their with their hands and they're going to be able to notice a sensor in a football but as soon as they can figure out how to suspend a sensor in the middle of that ball they will but like you were saying everything that is not you know tracking the ball to within three millimeters they have and so the players, you know, the ball itself, all that stuff, they've got all that information good enough to, to do this. And I just, from a technical standpoint, I am, I'm so interested in how they're doing this. What tractor, what 18 wheeler trailer full of computers are they using to render all this in real time like i i want to know i want i want a 30 for 30 about this when all yes. is said and, and yeah done. there needs to there needs to be the making of documentary yes that we that we both want to see about this by the way uh i i was double checking because i was pretty sure about this but i wasn't going to say anything without confirming yes there are chips in the footballs oh really in the, okay in the nfl yeah they've okay. had them for a couple of years okay. already because i remembered there being there was like this uh big thing about essentially there was a there was a tweet from next gen stats about the about the ball getting like jarred loose prior to crossing the plane or something like that and people suddenly went well how do you guys know oh because you know it said something about there being a chip in the ball in that and people were like what there's a chip in the ball and then i was like yeah there's been a chip in the ball for a while guys we just can't use it for spotting the ball which they say that but then they're gonna do this thing which makes me think you probably can use it for yeah but i guess you can also you know it's the you know spotting the ball maybe to the inch or something like that that seems more I I, that seems a lot more like the uh umpires union in baseball not allowing right. the MLB to use robots to call strikes and balls, Man, even though they let's, can let's, they can do it uh, oh, perfectly. God, that's, <laughs> that's such a and then and that then seems people are a lot like, like the the referee. Well, it changes union. the feel. You got to you got to get the feel of that umpire and know what they're going to let go. And I'm like, or there's a box that's always consistent, and yeah. so you always know how the umpire is going to call a ball or a strike. Because the umpire is going to call a ball a ball and a strike a strike, you know. I don't. I don't know. That's a apparently crazy talk. Yeah. Um, I. I guess I've never followed baseball closely enough to so to understand that, why that was. That but. sounds more like the referee, you know, organization saying, "Yeah, you can put a thing in the ball, but you're not going to take away 
our job, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) We're still going to use chains and sticks to figure out where the ball is. Obviously. Yeah, we can't can't just let the ball tell us where it goes. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then, wait, wait, you guys could tell when the ball is snapped, so there's no need for the umpire who's just watching the clock the whole time, and you guys could just go ahead and figure out how much time needed to be left on the clock, so we don't even need a timekeeper anymore, and, you know, like, you start, you start going down the rabbit hole, and, mm-hmm. it, and it starts to get real scary for all these people who are yeah. in some pretty cush position all so. these guys in the black and white shirts going oh uh <laughs> i'm still important though right you still love me yep. right this is this is where <laughs> this is where chat gpt is coming in guys <laughs> remember when they said they were going to take our jobs you didn't know that it was coming for the refs but either way i'm excited to see what this is going to look like i think that this is a great idea of how to use IP in a in you know like a a fun for sure. and and unique way so this that's going to be so perfect Toy Story Fun Day Football so yeah. don't miss Fun Day Football on Disney Plus and ESPN Plus at what is eight thirty a.m. Central Ugh. yeah it's not <laughs> like I'm not here's the other thing I did I I guess I I shouldn't say this because. When I was when I was a single guy, I would still want to really want to see this and would get up at eight thirty. But I was just thinking, as a as a parent, I get I'm like, oh gosh, eight thirty to watch a football game. I'm like, when am I not up at eight thirty anyway? Because right. the kids are up and they're screaming at me, and so now I can, you know, oh my gosh, who wants to watch Toy Story? They're sitting. On a gold mine, Jeremy. <laughs> they don't. How have they? This has got to be an every game thing. This is. Imagine for, you know, I I don't know because dads red everywhere. Zone, red zone is already like super it is kind of crazy expensive, but if they sold a package where you could get every game in this format. So that you could watch the game and the kids would be okay with it, yeah. Because they were watching the Toy Story Fun Day football, and and is getting them used to football. So at some point they would maybe be okay watching the regular games too. Yep. Oh man, this is wow. <laughs> I I I did not even begin to fathom what they could potentially do with this. There's a lot that they could potentially do with this, man. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. <laughs>